Welcome back. It's the Unsolicited Fans Podcast, and you are now tuned in live. What's up? It's fuck, okay? <laughs> Word. It's your boy, Mac. It's me. And uh, my hey, co-host. Mika, a.k.a. Yeah, Taji, whichever you prefer. Whichever you prefer. We're here, live, ready for another Power Recap. All right, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Some part of me wishes that we we just like skipped all of these episodes and went straight to what's happening now because I was just watching it. Um, but Ooh, I didn't we, get to it yet. I, I purposely didn't watch it until after all yeah. of this. Yeah, we gonna we gonna get into it though. We are gonna get back. So hopefully y'all are following along along with us and um you know enjoying the ride. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, and we are gonna get there. So just just stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? How you doing today? I'm doing good. I was busy as fuck this morning. You know, shout out to Boozy as fuck booking another event. Shout out so, to Boozy as fuck. Okay, exactly. And then, of course, I'll just be a busy ass hoe. Then, of course, <laughs> doing stuff with the other podcast. Shout out to Drunken Threesomes. Shout out to Drunken Threesomes. Got some new shit coming out. So I was just, I've been busy this morning and watching Power. So yeah. I got stuff fresh on the brain. <laughs> That's what she said. And I'm hey. ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just like been on the same way. When I woke up this morning, I ain't really do no busy stuff. I woke up, went right back to sleep. Uh, got Damn. up, yeah, rewatched the power episode, took a little shower, you know, try to get my mind right. And um, yeah, I'm ready to pod, man. I'm ready to pod. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. It wasn't. It wasn't like a great episode, but it really wasn't like a bad episode. You know what I'm saying? Um, I agree. Yeah, it wasn't really a bad episode, but it wasn't really like a, oh my God, this episode was so fire. Um, so it opened up with Tariq. He was like, drink. This was actually um, one of my favorite scenes, just because I think I, I I just rock with 50 Cent so much. <laughs> and I do, yeah. So anytime he make an appearance, he always going to say some wild shit. Like, he is. Like, 50 always going to say some wild shit. And I love the fact that they find a way to keep him in it even though he's dead, you know what I'm saying? Um, because his his character was just so fucking important. And so it starts off with Tariq dreaming about, um, you know, I guess a call from his mom. He's actually envisioning the scene where he's throwing the phone into a furnace. You know what I'm saying? I think, didn't his mother like show him that in season, in one of the power seasons where she was like showing him at the end of power, she was showing him how to like get do. rid of stuff and throw, you yeah. Better, yeah, that's exactly, so, yeah. Yeah, so it kind of go back to there. Um, and matter of fact, you know what I'm saying? Just for shits and giggles, let's, let's play a little clip of that real quick, all right? You need mommy? It's too late to be scared now, little nigga. Mommy going, you sit the way, remember? Remember? Nah, I'm supposed to be on your man shit, right? You know what you gotta do. What you gotta do, Tariq? I can't leave you. Throw the fuck up. Okay. Toss that shit. I can't. <gasps> so basically, 50 is doing whatever, telling him what everybody else would probably be telling him is get off your mama titty. Throw the damn, look, you you knew what was up, man. You knew she was going to fucking witness protection. You knew you weren't gonna be able to talk to her like that. Like, Right now, you just dealing with some some slight shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you be alright. Like, throw that shit, man. Get the fuck out of here. So, I love that. I mean, she was crying on the phone though. It was like he about to throw the phone away, and you look down and she crying. Yeah, his... <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> hey, definitely <I'm> at... <laughs> dreaming. <laughs> 
and that and the little vision they sh- they chose to show her, her face looks so fucking funny. But <laughs> but um, yeah, so he sleep, he dreaming, and then he get a knock at the door. It's the cops, which seems to be a running theme in this um, damn episode. The cops run chasing his ass down or or pulling up on him. Um, I'm pulling up on you, okay? Yo, every cop in a, in the NYPD seemed like one to holler at Tariq in this episode. <laughs> so. Thanks. So he wake up, you know what I'm saying? It was just a dream, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, um, oh, for for everyone who listened last podcast, we're going to, I'm going to try not to, we're going to try not to go into like scene by scene detail, but we're still going to try to keep the timeline going. Um, So, you know, just to save time and keep, the, keep it going, you know what I'm saying? So one of the biggest things that happened next was uh, Tate met up with Simon Miller and, um, basically trying to get help on you know from the previous episode he's trying to get that seat from uh Braden's folks uh what's his name again uh it, it ain't the Bitch-ass. it ain't the Wessons the Wessons is Braden the right I forgot his name damn I forgot cuz name that fast and we so he's trying to get that congressional seat um We'll get the name later. Simon, uh, Simon actually is looking to get need looking to, to use Tate as like basically like a a good Negro representative. It seems like <laughs> like basically. because the school getting such bad press because of the whole Zeke thing and the Jabari murder and stuff. He's looking for some. So, um, that was you know that's going to be important down the line. And I anything with Tate in it because he's one of the few people I gonna say the few people I feel like that's disrespectful but he is one of the better actors in the show so anything with him Jai like in it you know what I'm saying is is a very very funny and impactful moment but we fast forward to the reason why the police came and got Tariq um which is of course because grandma <laughs> and yeah yes grandma <laughs> <laughs> so we did fast forward a little bit when the cops came and knocked on the door they didn't really tell him what was up they kind of just told him you know come with me come with me come with me like right. like first of all like no like <laughs> like, like, the fuck? like no like what the fuck are we doing here like and, and my thing is again we back in those situations where it just to me is just so unrealistic because to come from a family where like you they they know how to talk to cops what you can and can't do like you got enough money money you got expensive lawyers like they ain't just coming to get you and go take you down to the station and you ain't gonna holler at your lawyer you ain't gonna do none of that before you just decide to go like Tariq know he he should know better than that but anyway that was just a small part so they get down to the station and we have one I feel like every scene with grandma gonna end up being a scene of the uh, week category honestly <laughs> I do one reason is because she is a great actress. Um, I don't know who her name is, and pardon me for that today, but I don't know what her name is off top. Um, but she's a great actress, but not only the character is hilarious, but in this scene, so last week we kind of made fun of the whole burnt bacon. You know what I'm saying? You burnt my bacon. And and it's it's what did she say? It's it's crispy, it's burnt, not crispy, you little <laughs> motherfucker. Right. So she, so we you know, we kind of laughed at that last week, but I think this week puts a little bit of perspective on grandma's positioning and why she's so you know sad down in the dumps you know going through the drinking and all that so um matter of fact let's play let's play a clip of that because i feel like that's another really really dope scene um so yeah let's 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 just get a look at that 
Tariq, I, I wasn't drunk. Yes, you were. Big Mama, how could you do this with Yasmin in the car? I mean, don't you know what could have happened to her? It wasn't my fault. Yes, it was. Your sister was supposed to have a sleepover. I was supposed to have the night off. There are no nights off. You're telling me. I am 62 years old, and I am tired. Word. Do you know what I've been through? First Raina, mm -hmm. then your father, now my daughter's gone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gets to be too much. I should be allowed to have a drink or two if I want. A drink or two or three or four, whatever grandma okay. want. You feel That's me? That's right, like... grandma. How you boozy as <laughs> fuck, grandma? Because it looks like you trying to get it in. So she tired. She tired of this bullshit. She's tired. She just wanted them to stay in the drug game and just live. Man. That's all she wanted. That's all she wanted. She told Tasha to fucking relax a long time ago. Even though she kind of like, she was playing both sides at one point, but eventually she was like, look, you know, you're doing too much. All right, look, you're your husband, your husband, but he's taking care of you. Come on now, relax. And now look at us. He hmm. did. Uh, Raina did. Tasha gone. Tasha gone. And now and it's she just She has this. to take care of kids. She's like, I don't want to take care of no kids. Yeah. She doesn't even, she like, she's the only person that clearly knows Yaz, though. So that's a good thing. I mean, because Tariq don't. Um, <laughs> so... We go through that scene, and like I said, I feel her. You know what I'm saying? She's going through a lot, and she has gone through a lot. So, you know, if she thought she had the night off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's supposed to be with her friends or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And and she just wanted to turn up. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's probably called being a little spoiled little brat. I want to go home, man. Like, on some, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But shout out to Grandma, man. She's she's my favorite character on this joint so far. I ain't going to hold you. So, then they tell... Uh, they tell um Tariq that it was Tariq and grandma that um Yaz is basically about to go to foster care. Oh, that was my part. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was sad. I was like, damn, like, yeah, that was one of my little emotional parts. I'm throwing the emotional category because I definitely was like, <laughs> damn, that she didn't want to go. She was like, no, Tariq, no. And I was like, damn, that's that's hurtful because you know she used to be with her family now she gotta go somewhere with people she don't know this little girl always just getting caught up in some bullshit that just don't be her fault mm. she oh, is yeah shout out to yes because y'all be hating on her but this she don't be doing shit but being a kid and she just stay getting the end of the stick <laughs> like she really do poor girl I'm gonna let you get your shit off but yeah let me get my shit off because but... yes I was emotional about that but I laugh. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> you, you talk about so uh, that's all she know is to be around her family. She does not know what it's like to be around her family. Yeah? She has no idea what it's like to be around her family. Yeah? Like her, her sister been long dead. Her mother never cared about her. Her grandmother like drunk as hell and like Lord knows what she doing when the, when we ain't around. Uh, Tariq, Tariq don't know this girl. This grandma. Bruh, I'm not hating on her. I think that the fa I think that the foster care thing was a good move. Why not? Mm. Y'all not taking care of her, and then somehow they just skipped all the little. You know, you know. I thought foster care was like a process. They skipped everything. They just went. She went right to a good family. Right to too. a family, right? Like, yeah, her family. This family's gonna be great. I was like, oh, okay. Tariq, that's <laughs> I'm her family, lying ass nigga. No, you're not. Like, what's her favorite color, Tariq? Tell me. Like, if they would have been like, all right, Tariq, we'll let you go if you know her favorite food right now. And like she had to write it down on a piece of paper. I guarantee you, he wouldn't know shit. So, 
<laughs> burnt ass bacon. I like burnt bacon. Matter of fact, fuck you, grandma. Um, so, so um, then we move forward. Uh, Rashad and, and Carrie end up meeting. Um, this isn't really a big scene. Rashad and Carrie end up meeting. Um, she seemed unimpressed with him. Uh, everybody seemed unimpressed with Tate for some reason. I don't know what that's about. I mean, he seems like a cool dude, but. I guess you can smell snake on him the moment he walk on the walk in the, <laughs> walk in the door. Yeah. So um so yeah that we learned that they're gonna teach an ethics class together. That's what um you know Simon Miller set up earlier. Um they t- they teaching this ethics class together, which I think will be dope. Um I actually like the, the class scenes by the way. Um I do too. Yeah, they I like all the classes. Set the tone for what's about to transpire. Right. In the episode. They kind of throw clues and give you the big hints. So I like I love that's kind of like my favorite part actually of the yeah. show I like watching that and i think partially too because i i like really like um like light skin keisha i like the role oh, she's yeah. playing what she doing shout out now. to her because i don't Hell know yeah. she's doing good she'd be funny but she'd be smart she'd be on point she come back like yeah she's one of my best actresses in this whole series she is yeah i mean yeah she don't obviously she doesn't have to do too much um you know acting like that but you know I, I feel you like she's one of my favorite characters um i think she's doing a great job like it seems natural like she the way she holds her own but just like she still got that hood in her she still got that ratchetness in her but like i hold my own with y'all you know what i'm saying and she always she generally comes out on top in these debates like she it's does. very rare that somebody stumps her so which like most black women with the strong powerful voice you know it, it, it just happens to be all of them all y'all <laughs> but i mean lauren be doing good too you know what i'm saying lauren be going doing good too but you can see the difference in the confidence and the swag Definitely. um so we see that um oh the detective uh detective Witten. um he be blowing me uh, like he be blowing me mm, go ahead detective yeah. Witten need a partner nah, go ahead Dude, detective Witten need a partner or something like he needs somebody <laughs> around him like i feel like he's just doing too much but he went to go holler at carrie's sponsor and Back. yeah like what was that he had her all shook up um so you know i mean we're gonna see the effects of that obviously later but he just doing too much basically already beginning of the episode here you go doing too much um zeke declares for the draft uh monet is there with diana and you know basically acting like she's trying to play what protect their security which they end up having like a conversation about, you know, she like, you know, you got to be ready and all this other shit. Like, why would they have a conversation there? Like, right. <laughs> like, like, why are y'all having a conversation? It's mad cameras around, microphones, people standing right behind you. Pick you. up anything, right? TV. <laughs> it's retarded, but so yeah, we had another uh, emotionless scene from uh, Mary J. Blige, and then um, we scoot over to Tariq basically giving uh brayden you know what i'm saying a lead role you know what yeah. i'm saying it kind of flat to me it kind of always flashes back it's, it, it reminds you of ghost and tommy when you know bef- before they started to fall out um ghost was pretty much the lead and tommy would kind of handle some of the the grunt work or the street work and then you know from time to time he would have to put tommy in a leadership role because he had a, a thousand other uh, fires to put out so it was yeah. it was kind of like a throwback to me in that moment when he like yeah you know basically telling him he got to go handle the drop off to effie um later yeah and be like you trust me to do this yeah. alone and he like yes and once he hit him with that yes like his whole face just 
lit up. He was psyched, like, oh shit, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. That do give me Ghost and Tommy. Yeah, Jr. right there, it do. Yeah, it do. so um, this yeah, this scene was funny. So the next scene that was kind of funny to me was Diana <laughs> when they was in the uh, bar. Mm. and they was i guess they were looking at some estimates about the shoot you know the windows and shit and diana basically is telling her mother um you know that she wants to go to school and this is see this is what i'm saying i can't fuck with monet she telling <laughs> she telling her mother that she want to go to school and her mother basically telling her like fuck you want to do <laughs> Because she want to go to school for accounting so she could protect the money once it yeah, get big. You feel me? And like, she, I feel like her argument was pretty fair and, and, you, and legit. And you can tell. And you can, yeah, but say you can tell it's real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, I, I don't think that she's just saying that because she wants, um, because she wants, like, she's like, oh, you just want to go with Tariq. I don't even think that was on her brain, to be honest with you. Like, I don't, I don't get that so from either. her. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't she, think that was it. I don't get from her like being like this doe-eyed little girl that's just so smitten by some dude. Like I think she like him. You know what I'm saying? She clearly like him, but she's doing a to me a pretty decent job of being like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I like you, but you know, we still doing business. So what? So I think Monet don't give her enough credit. Um, and she's trying to stunt her growth <laughs> because she's basically telling her, like, nah, you you can't go to school and be in the streets, so be in the streets. Yeah, you're not ready. <laughs> right. But I will give you, I will give you, because from that little scene came, um, I guess you want to say the quote of the week for me was Mm -hmm. when Monet said, having a lover makes you weak, but having a partner makes you strong. So she was basically Mm -hmm. saying like, Tariq, he's just not it. Like, he's not going to be your partner. Still shutting her down. But I was like, oh, that quote, like, okay, Monet, even though you... You're acting the suspect, but okay. It, that hit me. That touched me real quick. That no, nah, that was that was definitely um that was a real poignant point, I guess. I mean, yeah, it does make sense because yes, being in a relationship makes you vulnerable. Um, I mean you have to be vulnerable, you have to be compromising, you have to be all these things. And then, you know, having a partner is more so like you guys just supporting each other. So make you strong, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what I see where she was going with that. She just was hating a little bit. Um, and then it's funny. <laughs> she always hating. Yeah, and then it's funny that she she all she all on Diana ass about a boy that she barely see. Like mm-hmm. she barely see Tariq. But um we gonna see that uh Monet is the one that needs to be worried about men troubles. Okay. Lovers and partners, okay? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I said lovers and partners. Lovers and motherfucking partners up in this bitch. Um so as they sitting there at the bar. Monet gets mesmerized by a song flowing past the bar. Okay. <laughs> what she, she is mesmerized by this song as it's flowing past her. It's like this okay. little red, looks like a little red Corvette. Yeah, that little red Corvette. It paused everything. Like she in the middle of telling uh, her daughter that you can't do shit for your life. You need to be a drug queen. Hold on though. What is that? All right, so yeah, so so as this song is is playing okay. through the the speaker, it, it it seems to have some significance because everything stopped. Like she she stopped in mid conversation, and just, even Diana was like, "Mom, when the fuck you start liking? <laughs> when the hell you start liking right. love Go songs and shit?" Stuff, okay. Hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was funny. And we, we learned later that it's kind of like a, was a precursor? Look, I'm not an English major or none of that. So if I say the wrong words or whatever, whatever, yeah, just leave fuck it in the it. comments. Let me know. But fuck it though. Um, I think it's like a little precursor. It's definitely a little precursor. What we find out later. Um, okay. so we're, we go to the, the class scene from here. And the topic was, is there any truly selfless act? And, um, you know, they get to talking about it and it really becomes more of a, I guess, Matt pissing contest between, um, the professor, uh, Carrie and, and Tate. Tate. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, she basically trying to play him out. You know what I'm saying? He a politician. He, he, he introduced himself on some, some, you know, extra cool shit talking about his twitter and all this other stuff and then um you know they get to talking like they do they throwing it back and forth of course like we said our mvp light skin keisha in the building um she was shutting everybody down but everybody was kind of making their little valid points or whatever um it was to me it wasn't as poignant as other class scenes i mean did you really get something from this scene other than tate and 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 carrie no, getting a little spicy that. with each other right 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 no yeah just that, pretty so much. So it Tate wasn't was, as spicy as the others, but yeah. yeah. So Tate was being a little spicy. It was a nice little scene or whatever, but you kind of see that he basically letting her know, like, all right, you know, I know you, I know you don't rock with me. I know you think I'm just some conniving little politician, but I still, I'm still smart. I still, I can still do this. Like, stop playing with me. So that's the only reason I like the things. Anytime somebody can shit on Carrie, I'm all for it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene we got I said that we were going to do scene by scene Here we are fucking Zeke Zeke is helping Drew with his rehab Of course Drew, Drew got shot He's still rehabbing from that So he's basically like helping him You know Little basketball scene And then he tells uh, Zeke Monet's plan Why would he question. do that? But okay I do agree with you Why would he do that? But my other question is I know Zeke's supposed to be a little slow But he is supposed to be in college a little bit Like you can't see that already? Like everything Monet is doing is is basically telling you that she is pressing to do something. Like she pressing you to get out. She's telling you, like, look, nah, like I, I like be ready. Because he always thinking everything is in his best interest. Like Monet ain't never said him wrong before. So I think that's why he's like, anything she say, I already know it's a go. Because like she she's never, you know what mm. I mean? She's never backstabbed, she never crossed him. He's had a good upbringing she's always protected him so that's why mm. i think he don't never look twice about it because he just got that trust with her but that's know, true and i guess going to the out. nba is not it's not like it's hard to convince somebody to go get millions of dollars get that money <laughs> all right get that bag right yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? especially if you good as fuck get that bag so. yeah so but i still um, don't understand why drew had felt the need to just drop that right there in his pocket like that I mean, you know, they, they are cousins. I mean, you know, if you think about it, like, if they probably grew up together. It seemed like they grew up close. Um, so he probably care about him, and he want him to know. Because, I mean, everybody at this point, it's almost like everybody has an understanding that, you know, Monet is selfish and she moves. It's kind of like the same thing we got with Ghost when he was alive. Like, everybody sees what he does as selfish. And even if he's trying to do things to help everybody, you know, and what he feels is in the best interest, everybody kind of goes against him. It's the same kind of theme in this family with, with her. Um, I didn't get selfish from Ghost, though. I no, I didn't either, but I'm just saying. I was smart, but he can't put everybody onto the plan because everybody mm -hmm. is not meant to know certain things. But Monet... 
Yeah, yeah, she's definitely, I don't, I don't know. Selfish, I could see it, but she's giving a lot more too. She's just angry. She getting on my nerves. Yes. So they're against her. The family is against her. It's the same little dynamic Ghost had to go through. Even though, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think Ghost was, I don't personally think Ghost was that selfish. I think Ghost I was very clear in what he was trying to do from the beginning of that show, which is mm-hmm. get out of the game, to go legit. He said that from episode one. Even after he blew a, a nigga brains out, like he he said that. Look, I'm trying to stop this shit. I want this club to be it. Everybody around him was telling him, Nah, nah, nah. No, you know, <laughs> that's what he wanted. That's but what he did wanted. you peep though? Also in that same scene, like after Drew basically said what he said, mm-hmm. how you know he's like, you know, there's just some people I'm gonna miss. And then Drew like, yeah, the same. And then Zeke with the dumbass face, like, <laughs> yeah, like who you, you gonna, gonna miss? <laughs> We gonna find that out. We gonna find that out eventually. But yeah, Drew gonna miss them by. You know what I'm saying? Zeke, Zeke gonna miss somebody. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they, they God. oh and then we I don't wanna I don't wanna uh, forget to mention that an agent did a pull up on him. An agent pulled up on him and gave him his card. So Zeke's in it, man. Zeke is in like you 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 declared agents are approaching you. Like this shit is real now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was still a pretty dope scene. It was dope to see. Like, I do like it when they show, like, the kids together. Like, just showing that they, like, showing that family camaraderie, that little, you know, that it, it's a it's a common thing through this episode, too. Not to give spoilers, but we, you know, whatever. Um, That people seem to be trying to assist Drew, if you peep that. Like, everybody yes. in this episode is trying to, like, give Drew a little bit of help with the situation. But I and feel I like only them. one succeeded, but when we get there. Yeah, we'll get yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, but everybody's trying to trying to like have his back. I fuck with that. I fuck with it showing it's still showing a family dynamic, um, even though they're so spread apart with Zeke being in school, Drew doing what he does, Kane running crazy, Diana trying to do what she do. You know what I'm saying? But they still find a way to like show that bond. So I like that. Um, I, I like I that. Yeah. Um, then we they shoot back to the classroom. They show Tariq and Tate. Basically, it's, you know, Tariq needs somebody to help him with Yaz's situation. Uh, Tate needs somebody to help him with um, his situation, even though he doesn't know that Tariq can help. Um, So Tariq approaches him. He asks him, like, you know, basically, can you help me? Tate seemed a little like, I don't know about all that at first. And then he kind of like, yo, do you know some, you know, any of the Wessons? Of course, Tariq does. Brayden. So, you know, he's like, yeah, maybe you can help me. You know, they get it. They kind of look like they about to get into a negotiation, you know, agreement. And then cop number two it, in this. uh, Here come. He uh, come. Is this Witten? Yeah, this was Witten. Witten pull up on him. <sighs> Witten pull up on him. Um, And he want to talk to Tariq about Carrie because he again, he's still a little salty and he he's fully believing either. He really believes Carrie. Do you think he really believes she did it? Or you think he just trying to be nosy to see if she was smashing? what he's doing at this point but he being a bitch ass like <laughs> he's just doing too much like it, regardless of who she was smashing like you you used to smash her shit like so you already know what it everybody do. got to turn my yeah, yeah like what you trying to find out how many bodies she took down like don't even matter like you was going nigga like so i don't know he's giving me bitch ass vibes like i don't fuck with him y'all what the fuck nah. him up? I'm like him yeah. He said he definitely seemed like he on coke or something. He always wired up and um, he is. Yeah. So he so he pulled Tariq into the room. They chop it up. He basically pressing Tariq about Jabari a little bit. And then he like kind of asks Tariq, which is it at first it seems like, you know, of course you're thinking that maybe this is a uh, 
a targeted interrogation, but then you kind of learn that it, it's it's kind of targeted, kind of not. Like I don't really think that Tariq's high high on the list at this point, but he's talking to a lot of students, so he's talking to Tariq, basically asking him, you know, if Jabari was messing with anybody, and Tariq sees a golden opportunity to redirect the uh, focus, and he's oh, like, oh, yeah, which is I mean, it's kind of smart. He's like, yo, actually. They did have a heated argument, you know what I'm saying? I think and he spoke about a heated argument they had at a dinner or something. I think everybody saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was smart because it's like you you speaking on something that's kind of public. So it ain't like you trying to be like, I know inside information like that. Like I'm not inside. I don't know what they was doing. I don't know their beef. I don't know nothing about it. But when we was out, they you know what I mean, they did have a little 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 riff. So it was smart about Tariq, you know what I'm saying? Um, he kind of he kind of cooperating with, with with Whitman. Again, that's playing with fire because you you playing it too close can can get you burnt. But you know you also can help drive the narrative. The next scene is my favorite girl, Effie, and Effie was about to get in them cheeks. Okay. Effie with, had a nice little Yoli. Yes. Yeah, Asian. She had a little a nice little Asian persuasion in the bed. You actually had a um uh, yes. Oh man. But the thing was, like, you know, they 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 gotta be in the in the show, they gotta be at least what like 19, 20. They Effie looked like she was on some tantric, like sensual, like she it wasn't like Effie knew what the fuck was going on, okay. Effie yeah, was getting this girl right. You know, she was understanding, and I was understanding. I was like, oh, damn, Effie. I, like, <laughs> I was understanding, too. Like, okay. I had to yeah, I had Google Until her age. fucked that up, but okay. Yeah, I had to Google her age real quick. I ain't gonna hold you. I was like, make sure I got, I should be lusting after this girl. How old is she? <laughs> For real. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Lord, but yeah. Uh, but Brayden came a-knocking. And, um, of course, Brayden. Of course, Brayden doing whatever you know what I'm saying, what a real nigga would do. He like, yo, what's up with this? <laughs> he did. He like, hey, yo, like, I mean, like, okay, <laughs> you here? I'm here. She here? I'm just saying like, though. Nah, like, what's to my man Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so basically, he coming to drop off the drugs to her. Um, she's one of their uh, distributors. So he coming to drop some work off for her, you know, blah, blah. It's not a really big deal. Not a really big scene at the moment. But we learn later it is because the drugs have been compromised. She calls Braden. Yeah, she calls Braden back like, hey, yo. <laughs> this shit is trash. Like, what's good? This shit has been stepped on. This shit has been <laughs> fucked with. And I don't appreciate it. Bring your ass back. So he got to hit up Tariq. Tariq is in discussion with Kanan. You know what I'm saying? He basically Kanan. He he that's Kanan. Kanan. Kane. He fucking talking to Kane ass. And um they talking about basically he telling them basically that, you know, what happened with him and the cop, telling them, hey, I'm kinda I kinda know what's going on. They they looking at the teacher. We should be good. Kane, like, man, you better be we better be good. The fuck you talking about? Pretty much the same conversation, the same way they going. <laughs> they right. have every single time. Like, oh, nigga, wow. you know what I'm saying? You, you better not. So as he's doing that, that's when he get the text about um, the drugs and everything being wrong. So he got to skate. So him and Kane, you know what I'm saying? They they don't really get a chance to, uh, they don't really get a chance to chop it up too long, but he basically give him a rundown like, hey, you know, they looking at the teacher. We should be straight. Don't trip. 
And Kane's like, man, fuck that. This shit ain't over until it's over type vibe. And then he rolls. So the next scene, yo, I ain't gonna lie. I could do, I could really do without the sax. And is the chick a DA? Is she, the, is she a DA? Uh, like a yeah, district attorney? That's who she is? You, hold up. Hold up, Paul. What you about to say? Because you ain't like they seen. I mean, it ain't really seen like it was no sad fucks in this episode. Nah, it wasn't no sad fucks. This was an angry fuck. This was a uh uh well, nah, this it was, was a pretty good fuck for me because this was the first one I seen that got real spicy and like showing everything when you actually completed the actual like job, you know, in okay. the bedroom. All the other ones have been cut short, or you know, they give you a little bit and then it flagged to a new scene or something like that. But uh-huh. I would say this one was definitely got me a little hot. Like I was like, okay, <laughs> damn, like he, he, oh, he rough, like okay. It ain't, it ain't, so it this ain't. was my scene. If we had to go between Effie and this one for best fuck of the week, I'm going with him. Sax one hand. I can't stand him, but well, he definitely take the scene for me. Well, Effie ain't even get no cheeks. She was about to get some cheeks, but if she would have, if Effie would have gotten to her bag, it would have been over for Sax for that. Like, come on now. Like, okay, it might have went another way, but I'm saying she didn't, so I can't really give her that. Like, it started out strong. But it didn't end strong. Like, why am I like his scene? So I'm good shout with out it. to Sax in that scene because I'm good with Sax. I'm good with Sax. You you like Sax Sack and I don't like Sax. Uh, I don't so. like Sax. <laughs> he a bitch. But I, his scene was great. Like okay. I give kudos when it's due. He's a bitch, but the scene was not. Yes. He finds but he does find out in this time. After they finished fucking, he was kind of acting real soft, and he like, "What are you doing?" And she like, "What?" <laughs> she like, "What?" We don't like, do that. Yeah. yeah, we don't do that here. No, no. Um, so basically, she let it out the bag that Carrie's a suspect, and that Tariq is a advisor. I like the way she said that. He's an advisor. He was one of the advisors on the case. So of course, Sax has the the light bulb face, like, "Oh my god." Tariq must have done it. You know, Tariq, Sax thinks Tariq has done everything in the world. Everything. So. <laughs> From day one, period. Oh, sometimes he'd be right, sometimes he'd be wrong. But I tell people, if you, a broken clock is right two times a day. If you keep that, if you always blaming, sometimes you're going to be right. Um, So he finds that out. Then they cut to. um. What that old people saying you just dropped? <laughs> a broken clock is right two times a day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's like something my grandfather would say. Okay. It's real yeah. though. It's, it's real though. So we go into uh, Tariq asking Diana for a ride to meet up with Effie and Brayden to discuss these uh, this compromised drugs that they uh, they they must be giving him. Um, and then it and so you know she seemed a little hesitant at first, like nigga, shit like three hours away. The fuck you coming talking about? Some you need a ride, of course, because Tariq is on feet. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that. I knew it. <laughs> Tariq on feet. Per you. You don't feet alone. You know what I'm saying? This nigga got so much money. He got the flyest clothes, <sighs> everything. But he is on feet. All right. So he like, yo, I need a ride. But it does make sense because it's they drugs. So he 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 get a ride from her. You know, they pull up on Effie and Brayton. But no, hold on. Let me let me rewind. I'm 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 I'm, I'm speeding. Yeah, I'm speeding. Okay. Because then they shoot the Bra- the Effie and Brayden. Basically, Effie talking to the girl, I guess she was getting the work to, giving the work to. Um, the girl like, yeah, you giving me this bullshit. Effie like, bitch, shut up. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
Why? <laughs> exactly. Why? Effie, Effie all the way wrong with the uh with the uh powdered sugar and and, and wrapped up, but she like it's bitch, shut ready. up. Ready? <laughs> what the fuck you gonna do? And then and then the, the alias man, the alias man's in the back. The alias white dudes. I guess she was he was dudes like, the little girl security that Effie was beefing with. So they all get to wrecking. And did you see Effie? Effie pulled the, the strap out. Pulled the strap out, but lost the strap. The she strap lost the strap. She did lose it. She pulled like, that. Thing. I love. Now. I love Effie. I love Effie. Yeah. I love Effie. Effie, Effie is with the shit. Strap. It was like Effie was fucking a bitch up, but B was getting his ass fucked up. I was like, yo, it's a lot going on right now. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> happening right now. We got guns all. Over. We got guns falling out. Braden stocking. Well, but Braden came back at the end. You know what I'm saying? Don't play my man. He 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 got off. He got off at the end. You know what I'm saying? He started yeah. crushing dude at the end. Effie was getting her shit off. So they out oh. there wrecking. You know what I'm saying? I, we assume everybody walked away unscathed, and it shoots back to them in the room. You know, Braden is pissed off. He got a little ice pack or something on his head. Effie look like she, I, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I don't. <laughs> Effie look like she right. cool. She beat the yeah. shit out of that girl. She was like, okay, right. So, so Tariq pull up. You know what I'm saying? They they hot obviously because nobody knows what's going on at this point. Um, so Tariq trying to figure out what's going on. He introduced Effie and Diana. They already kind of like, nah, I ain't feel, you know what I'm saying? Who is this bitch? Who is this bitch vibes? He <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He they, they definitely was giving the vibes, of course. Then then he like, yeah, that's the connect with Wu. So then they start going through the, the point game, the finger point game. Well, I gave you the drugs. It was straight. Nah, well, maybe it wasn't straight. Maybe it came to us like this. Ain't nobody, I ain't fuck with it. Brayden like, I ain't fuck with it. Effie like, bitch. So then Diana kind of alludes to, F, you know, where it seemed to be cool until Effie got it. Man, Effie hit her with the, I already beat a bitch ass today. Bro, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my beating another one. And this was one of my best scenes. I must say, this was probably one of my best scenes. The yeah. interaction between them until they all trying to figure out well, where the fuck this fake shit came from. Yeah. So yeah, kudos to this scene. I like this. I did. I, I was going to make it a, a a candidate, but you know, I didn't want to be. my candidate. Yeah. It's your, okay. So your, that's that's yeah, fine then, because you're a black woman. I didn't want to <laughs> be, you know what I'm saying, stereotypical and use the black women going against each other as the, the scene of the week, but that shit was funny. Like, it was. <laughs> the, it was. And I, I think Diana could have got with her. Like, I don't know. So, um,. <laughs> They about to get into it, but they kind of they kind of calm down, you know what I'm saying? And just like, look, we gotta figure this shit out because it seemed like we all been, you know, jipped. So then Diana bring that shit back to Monet, and Monet like, oh, all right. <laughs> like Monet just right, like, I guess we having cake, like, yeah, like it is what it is. That's the game. I mean, I killed the nigga, so you know, it is what it is. But he got one on us, so it is what it is. Fuck it. Um, and they look surprised, like. They looking at her like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, and I feel him always angry about everything. And she should legit be angry about this because they ain't got no more work. Right. <laughs> like, she's walking around like, yeah, we're about to go make a cake. Chip, chip, trio. Like, hey, like she is really ready to get out the game and be a NBA pro manager. So, um, they uh, basically, we find out that Rico basically, you know, she's, she's saying that Rico must have switched it up. And, um, she all right with that so they both looking confused her and drew um and then we fast forward again to drew now we have a moment with drew and kane kane pull up on drew you know basically trying to apologize to him he ended up taking him to the gun range um and they shared like again my favorite scene this was my favorite scene yeah this, 
it's another yeah. bonding it's another bonding scene it's another scene where we see it's bonding but we learned some things um that kane is trying to do here but it's still i feel a little bit of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sincerity in it. Like, I still think he's a little bit sincere in trying to help him. So they go to the gun range. You know, Drew can't really shoot with the arm that he got shot in. So Kane, you know, tell him to shoot with the left. You know, it's a little moment kind of like big bro, little bro. Like, man, you could do it. You know, that type of shit. So I fuck with that. Um, but we find out I basically. too. Yeah, and I was I like, and, and then once Drew, you know, shot with the other hand, he kind of gave off a smile. Like, it was the first time it actually work proposed mm-hmm. to all the other family trying to help him and he's still feeling discouraged so that's why mm-hmm. i like that scene i was like okay you finally smile a little bitch come yeah, on yeah man i'm tired of drew the bitch Being open. Yeah. yeah but but see he go drew telling again so now drew's like yeah you know <laughs> you know we need we need help basically like you know what i'm saying to work blah blah uh, compromise monet saying like she ain't yeah for kane like i think i can help with that so all right, well, we did find out that Kane was fucking with Mecca last episode. He he stumbled upon the plane full of bricks. So, all right, Kane, Kane positioned himself. So, we fast forward. Uh, Zeke is Zeke pulls up on Carrie to say goodbye. I actually thought, I thought we were going to get a sad fuck here. I did. I thought we were going to get a sad fuck. I thought it was going to turn into one of the moments where it was like, I'm going to miss you. And he kind of did lean in. Um, He kind of did lean in on her. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And she kind of gave him like that hug, like, all right, you know, like that church hug. So it was corny. That was my worst scene. Yeah, it was corny. Cause I was like, damn, for it to be a goodbye for y'all to have this interaction all this time, it was it was a bit dry. It it, it was. It, it was a bit dry. I probably should have deserved the last fuck. Like it was a bit dry. Especially but, with all of the the how can I say allegations it? going on and all everybody's saying stuff, like but not even the allegations with all of the um the passion they seem to have you know what i'm saying like he basically seemed like he can't live without her like you know what i'm saying like he look all sad i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss people around here (laughs) (laughs) he's doing all of that but you know what i'm saying but this last little goodbye but again i think you know carrie a little shook up by everything so she probably do want to be a little bit more um you know, emotional with him and, 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 and probably hug on him, but she know that she going to get herself caught up. So she, that was kind of weak. They go through that. And then guess who's back, back again, Detec- detective Whitman. <laughs> but it blew me how Zeke was standing outside and this detective is, oh, my bad. Go ahead. You playing no, 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 no. Continue, continue, continue. I'm, I'm going to cut that No, out. that blew me. Cause when Zeke left after that, you know, the detective is right there across the street. Like, right there like no one looked up it's like normally they be a little bit distant you know so they don't get caught but i guess tv i guess that man was right outside in the most <laughs> the most police yeah. car unmarked police car police car in the world like right you know there, like <laughs> he outside in the impala with the light on it come on bro everybody know what's up with that i mean you get you blown when somebody get behind you with the jump and they not the and they not the feds you like, damn, mm. nigga, take that shit off your motherfucking car. So when you definitely see something going on, but again, we talking about Zeke. He don't really understand the significance of everything that's going on just yet. He don't really know what's popping. Um, yeah, so Detective Whitman pulls up on Carrie, and he is hot, okay? He is pressing her out about her whereabouts. Um, 
on the night Jabari was killed. And again, it it, it it it's so hard to see if he's just doing really good detective work or, or if it, he just trash. Is he just hating? Because right now it, it just kind of feel like just a little bit of hate. Like it don't seem like he really give a fuck about Jabari's death. So that's an, but that is one of my other uh scenes of the episode because in this Carrie has to tell the truth because her it's her only alibi because you can't say you home by yourself because that's not an alibi you know what i'm saying if everybody could just say yeah i was at the crib by myself when this crime happened everybody get off but that's just a weak alibi so she got to come out straight so hit we're gonna play a clip of that hold on wrong conclusion where were you on the night of jabari reynolds murder i didn't kill jabari where were you i was here at home alone really because you and i both know that's not an alibi Zeke was here, okay? <sighs> Cross, you were home between the hours of 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. with your student, mm-hmm. Ezekiel Cross. She sure was. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'll talk to him. Hey, if you tell him to corroborate your story, I will get you disbarred and I will lock you both up. Damn. Pure hatred. You know, it has nothing to do with. I'd have been like, um, you need to speak to my lawyer. I'm not That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody. Like, you my lawyer. She was corny for that. I wouldn't tell him shit. Nobody's saying that. Uh, like, nobody's really like pressing. Like, you just, I mean, she's still, people, will, she'll say it, but nobody's actually getting their lawyer. Like, he just running around doing whatever he wants. And it's like really based on no real strong evidence. Like, he really just going off of bullshit, but. Exactly. Please. People Come feeding on. Wow. 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 <laughs> Cross. Wow. God, he's a bitch. You knew who she was, nigga. <laughs> um, so you know, that's big because now Zeke is involved. You know what I'm saying? Because now it can look like, you know, oh, okay. So he, like if you was involved, you could have got this big, big doofy motherfucker to do some shit because he because he fucking you he in love with you you know what i'm saying so now she got him all hemmed up in the in the whitman crosshairs so i don't know you think what do you think you think she should have how you think she should have played that out like jordy should have said i'm not saying nothing uh until my lawyer is here like i'm not saying anything because you could talk to your lawyer your lawyer can your lawyer could tell you how to word stuff what to say what not to say i'm not not saying shit like you were here like do Mm -hmm. you have evidence no, mm-hmm. you don't. So I'm not saying anything without yeah. my lawyer. Sweet the fuck Period. out of my face. But she just uh, gave it all up. Like she did. That's why, that's why that was my worst scene. She gave it up. See, Carrie, she she's nothing special to me. I try <laughs> to give her a little something every week, but she's just yeah, she doesn't do it for me. She's not doing it. Oh, <laughs> nope. Oh, man. So, so, so after that, um. We got Drew um, and and Monet, and you know he's basically like, "Look, you need to forgive Kane. Kane got the plug. You know what I'm saying? Kane got that plug. So you know what I'm saying? Holler, you need to holler at him. You need to holler at him. She she like, nah. I ain't, basically I ain't fuck with him. I ain't fuck with him. And then you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to. Uh, I ain't, I'm not. We not trying to slice it at all, right? But she's standing there, she talking, and what, what do we hear again, Taji? <laughs> what do we hear again? 
we hit new addition okay. playing in the background and monet not only got to stop the conversation she got to see who it is and so she okay. walk up to that window mad mad news going on outside red corvette same shit her face just looked real her face looked real concerned at this point that's all like, make you want to do that though just gotta stop what you're doing <laughs> it's but it, it's weird how like how things can change like how how a, how a moment can just change something because like can you stand the rain is a is a beautiful song to me it and, is but to me, by like the second time they play this joint, it start now it's starting to get creepy. Like somebody roll past your house playing the fucking Can You Stand the Rain the first time. You're like, oh yeah, that's my shit, man. Then again, all of a sudden the same car pull up, Can You Stand the Rain? It's like, oh shit, somebody about to shoot at me. Like, can you stand the rain? Like rain? Like rain of fire? Oh no, these niggas about to kill me. Like, especially if you want some good weed. What? So she so she okay. looked <laughs> so she look like she is concerned about this song. Some little chick get out the car and you know, whatever, whatever. But again, we find out later that that has some significance. Um Tariq. Oh, next scene is Tariq rolling up on Carrie. And it's he's like, you want to talk to her. Um, you know, you say, I, you know, feeling I'm feeling a little down, things going on, man. Holla at you. So he talking to her and Tate comes in. And at this point, it seems like they're working together, right? Because Tate pulls her out of her office and Tariq goes in to seemingly plant his phone, the phone that he used the last, you know, talk right. to Jabari, the joint that Whitman her, called. In her drawer and shit. Yeah. yeah. So he about to plant the joint in her drawer. Tate out there talking about her, talking to her about like an office. That's why you can tell it's a diversion because he's talking to her about some shit that really don't matter. Like <laughs> he talk. Right. So they they get to talking about Tariq. Um, you know, she like basically Tariq is a good kid, blah, blah, blah. Tariq, you know, end up rolling out. So at this point, you know what I'm saying? It's looking like Tariq, Tariq just trying to get her up out of here. Like, he don't give a fuck. He like his daddy. Okay. Whoever got to go down, as long as it ain't me. So Tariq trying to set her up. And then we flash forward to Lorenzo and Monet. And apparently, what is it, the anniversary? Mm-hmm. So I thought that the Can You Stand the Rain basically seems like it's Lorenzo, like a signal to her, like, yeah, like, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here. So they in the bed. But again, Monet is never happy. Like, they are in bed, lingerie. He out of jail for the moment. And... She's still pissed off. She pissed off. <laughs> she's mad, of course. She's she's upset. She's not happy with things. She got she said she got the same old little lingerie on. They in the same spot, same shit, same this, same dick, same kiss, same all that shit, nigga. What the fuck? Like I want more than this. Lorenzo Jai, yeah, Lorenzo Jai, like man, shut up for real. Like I mean, he he kind of was saying, being nice with her at first. But then she kind of let it slip that Kane got some got some product and they need it. And that's when Lorenzo turned up on her ass. Like, and I, I love this scene. I love this scene only because I love it when when people make uh Monet look stupid or just get <laughs> up in her shit. And he like, wait a minute. So you telling me Kane got the work, we need the work, and you not going to him? If you 
him get the fuck out there and get that motherfucking cocaine from your son. Stop bullshitting out here in these streets talking about some other shit. So I love that scene. I love that scene so much. It's it's a nominee for for scene of the episode for me because because nice. I love the fact that it shows that they continue to show you that the power structure is still Lorenzo, then Monet. Even though Monet runs runs around like she running shit, rightfully so, so she somewhat is. Um, Lorenzo is very much still a boss, and I love it. I love every second of it. So. Monet then meets with Kane as requested because Lorenzo, big boss dog, told her to. You know what I'm saying? And she basically tell, uh, you know, basically tell Kane, you know, come on home, essentially being like, yeah, nigga, you know what I'm saying? I, basically, I heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard. So, you know what I'm saying? So she bring Kane in um, to basically tell him to stay away from Tariq. You know what I'm saying? Tell him to stay away. They, they got separate lanes. Stay in your lane. He in his lane. You in your lane. You know what I mean? Respectfully. So that's good, I guess. I mean, it's like I would have thought that she would have more questions because Kane is like, well, Kane, you getting this from where? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we just had a whole problem with our package and here you come saving the day. Like, it don't seem a little, what you say, weirdy? Yes, weirdy. Okay. Yes, he was in my saying. <laughs> seems a little weird. But she, you know, this great drug dealer, she don't know shit, it seems. So she ain't really picking up on that, man. Um But Diana is, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's supposed to be listening to her fucking kid. But Stay see, down. Diana is because okay. the next scene, she pull up on Effie. And I ain't gonna hold you at one point. I said, Oh, it's about to get lit. But <laughs> We find out that Diana meet up. She want to holler at Effie to basically, like, look, I'm trying to do the same shit. I'm trying to go to school. I'm trying to sell these drugs, man. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to see what's up. I fuck with Effie because Effie keep it real. Like, Effie keep Effie keep it Effie keep it a buck. Like, she like, all right, well, what's up, what's up with them drugs, though? <laughs> like, what was up with that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all figure out what happened with that? Like, you know, what's going on? And she basically tell her, like, well, look. Who would have the most to gain from fucking with your drugs? And this That's how you can figure it out. My nomination for the best scene, like for me, yeah, it was this one here was mine. Yeah, because it was just on point. That's how I fucked with Diana. Like it was just on point. So yeah, so she put. And Effie does keep it real, and Effie could definitely teach her a thing or two. Yeah, or three. Effie seemed like she could teach everybody a thing or two in that shit. Okay, like she she could teach Tariq, Brayden, Diana. Everybody like she she a real one, so she kind of like kind of put that in her ear. Um, and then they shoot over to Kane, basically uh, meeting up with Mecca and confirming what I'm saying is he 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 stole shit from Monet, you know, replaced it with the bullshit so that they would have a need, and then he would be able to fill that need. Exactly. So he created an opportunity. He said, that's what he said. He said, I, his Mecca like, damn, nigga, you you stole from your own motherfucking family, bro. And he like, I ain't steal from them. I just created an opportunity where they needed one. I fuck with that. Like in a movie sense, like not in real life, but I mean, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But in in a TV sense, in a TV sense, I fuck with him positioning himself 
to like it's like I'm not gonna give up because Kane is nothing more than a street nigga. Like where Diana is a fucking um whatever she wanna be. Like it seems like she could be wherever she wanna be. She's smart as shit. She has aspirations to do things outside of being in the streets. Drew is an artist and shit. Like he has other skills. Zeke is playing basketball. He's not even involved. Hell, even Tariq has a little uh street smarts and a little book smarts where if he finally decided to get right, like he'd be alright. Like he could work in a corporate office type shit. But Kane ain't shit but a street nigga. It ain't nothing coming from him but street shit. So he made sure that he was able to position himself with the opportunities he got and it worked. Like it worked really well. <laughs> like <laughs> on they asked no questions. She just like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, once Lorenzo said yes, it was yes. So it was yes. that was it. Yeah. So, you know, now he involved with Mecca. Mecca gonna be the plug. Um and we about to see how this gonna go. We gonna see how this gonna go. So um we fast forward, right? This is really not an important scene. Um to me all the way. I mean, Davis and Sachs and Sachs is telling um basically telling Davis about um Tariq being involved in Jabari's murder, as along with Carrie being involved with Jabari's murder and Carrie and Davis have some history. Um so he, you know, his ears perk up, but did you see like in the beginning of this scene? He was looking at the uh, computer screen. He was looking at like his brother, Red, played by Red Man. He was right. looking at his mugshot. <laughs> what the fuck was that picture, <laughs> dog? Like, if y'all go back, yeah, everybody listening, go back to that scene. Yeah. I swear to God, that's the funniest shit I ever seen in my life. Yeah. I don't know if they try to like age age him down or something, but they basically put like some like white man's like skin tone. <laughs> On Red Man face and like this and like some weird ass hair hairline. Like the shit was funny as shit, bro. If you just stop it right there, that shit was hilarious. I don't know who did that, but Red Man should have said something. Um he should have been like, What the fuck is this? I got old pictures if y'all need them. I'm sure he got locked up before sometime. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? God damn, what the fuck? So it would that really wasn't important to me. That was a funny ass scene. So yeah, he ended up telling him about Tariq and Jabari uh, being involved in Jabari's murder and um and and Carrie being involved. So, you know, his ears perk up. Uh, he's interested. Of course, obviously, his client may be involved in another fucking murder. And the a girl he used to smash like everybody else, I assume, um, may be involved too. So he looked like he he looked like he might try to want to help her out, right? So we're 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 getting close to the close of the episode. And we actually find out that Tariq didn't plant that phone. Um, he didn't plant the phone. They're out at a bonfire where it looks like Braden Braden is like pledging to be in a fraternity. Yeah, that he don't want to be in. He does not want to <laughs> be in this shit. But he he out there pledging, and it's kind of a, a toss back to the earlier scene with Fifty Cent where Tariq was dreaming about throwing the phone into the fire. Now he's actually standing in front of in front of a fire. He takes the phone out um takes the little sim card out and throws the phone into the fire so i do like that little you know how you started the episode it it kind of harkened back um with that scene you know what i'm saying throwing the john into the fire and then you know he uh walks and lauren right there lauren is always ready like lauren <laughs> is the stereotypical like college nerdy girl that everybody say they just be ready because they they was all they were so restricted in high school like Thanks. she be ready like she see this nigga Tariq, and it's like it don't matter what she doing 
Like, hey, Tariq, come on. <laughs> she do, though. She do. <laughs> so, so, so they go off to the side. And she ready, bruh. Like, she is ready to give him the kisses. They, you know what I mean? They start kissing. And um, he get a phone call. And he girl. got... It, yeah. It's, it's Diana, right? Yeah, Diana. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, Diana. Diana just like playing with him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because she trying to act like basically she smoothed it over. Like, yeah, you know, Monet was mad as shit. So now Diana get in the game. You know what I'm saying? Diana get in the game. She Everybody was playing. I'm playing. Fuck it. So she basically taking credit for some shit that ain't happened. She like, yeah, you know, Monet was tripping, but I, I kind of handled that shit for you. You know what I'm saying? It kind of earned herself some favor with this nigga. Um, and, and kind of position herself to be more of like, to me, more of like a nigga, I'm still like your boss type shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, and then of course, Lauren getting her feelings. Like, come on, yeah. I, all right, you, you, you a woman. Why would like he? All he did was take a phone call. Like he ain't even say he had to roll out. He just said, "Hold on, real quick, shorty." You know what I'm saying? Like we, we ain't about to fuck on this, this roof. I don't think it looked like. But it's what cold. I think it is, every time they bout to do something, it's always an interference. But when it's with Norman, it's always Diana. Like so, I guess Norman is like, "Damn, like." Diana, Diana, like, is there something going on with y'all? Like, what's good? You know, they already had an exchange before, but it's like, but Tyreek never said that that was he never called he never said that she was his. You know what I mean, he never said that she he, was his girl. Nah, he didn't. But you know, they playing the part. You know what yeah. I mean, a little bit. And so yeah, every time she keeps seeing this Diana, Diana is like, you know, is there something you want to tell me? Like, what I need to know about that. But, you know, he ain't trying to be like, oh, yeah, Diana, she the plug, she in the game, because he ain't trying to have Lauren all in that life. So, mm-hmm. but it's always Diana. So that's why she be getting tight. It's like, mm-hmm. it's never nobody else hit him up. Like, it's true. not Braden, nobody, it's Diana. So that's what make her be saucy, like she do, real spicy. She be real spicy, bro. So and she get to drop the drawers, you know? <laughs> yeah. So so then we, we go back and, again, with Diana and Kane can come home. Um, you know, Drew obviously gonna welcome him home a little bit because Drew feeling them. Drew, 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 Drew happy now. Drew was sad last episode. Now Drew happy. Drew. So, um, he like cool. Monet like yeah came back. You know, woo woo. Um, and Diana looking at him like, hmm, you got the plug all of a sudden, huh? <laughs> and she holler at Drew and she like basically like, did he come to you or did you go to him? And Drew like, nah, he just pulled up on me. So her little antennas, you can tell her little antennas get to going. You know what I'm saying? She's smart. She's smart. She yes. peeping. She peeping. So um, Davis, <laughs> this was funny to me. Davis pull up on Carrie. <laughs> and um, he kind of like, I don't know. At one point, he seemed like he got real aggressive with her too. Like um, when she was like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want your help. Like basically trying to play it. Like he... He was trying to play it like he wasn't trying to smash, but she knew what was up. Like, ain't nobody coming her to her door at no damn... I don't know what time it was, but it was definitely late. And ain't trying to smash. He ain't have his wedding ring on and none of that shit. So he he didn't. <laughs> like, Where's your ring? He was like, like, basically, like, don't worry about all that. But yeah. like, and close the door. <laughs> yeah, but he like, but before that, she he like, look, I know you in some trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, he let her know, like, word, word is getting it. out. Yeah, he said it too. Like you gonna need. She like I don't want your help. 
And he's like, yeah, but you need it. And like, he he didn't have that voice. You know that voice I said? That voice yeah. he do, he, he ain't had that shit on. That was motherfucking Method Man from the motherfucking uh, Shaolin Temple right there. <laughs> that nigga said, but you need it. Like, he looked at her like, yeah. And she slammed that door fast. He's like, wait, wait, wait. But yeah, she slammed that door fast. And what she did? And I closed the door. Yes, she did. She closed that door and what she did? And she thought about it. She gave that face like, oh, my gosh. Like, real worried Uh at this point. Mm -hmm. And she picked up that phone and called She should have waited for her lawyer. Like, exactly. You wouldn't be worried. So she she picked up the phone and she called Zeke. And I think this might be a sad fuck. I mean, technically, it ain't a sad fuck. But Zeke was definitely Uh sad. He was definitely sad. He's smashing his jaw. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'll give it. Okay, I'll give it. No, You're going to give it a half a sad. How about a half a sad fuck? Oh, okay. We'll tally it to a half, half a sad fuck. Yeah, because he, half. My he half, was in that his was feels. not a sad fuck. He was just fucking to be fucking. Like. He was in his feels though. That's why he was smashing. So she called him. He's smashing. Um. So right as he's smashing, here come your man. Oh, Kevin, <laughs> Detective <laughs> White Man. Detective, Look, bro. I think they did that on purpose to detect me, Whitman. Detective White Man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Detective White Man come and he come grab up Zeke while Zeke is butt ass naked, bro. Like he don't give a fuck that Zeke ain't got no draws on. None. Drew, Drew, uh, uh, Zeke got his meat all out and he ain't even like, you know, you, you give a nigga a look away, like, all right, bro, get, get your dress. You know what I'm saying? You come with me. He ain't do that. He stood right there, <laughs> right next to him. Why this man was putting his drawers on? So, Shorty, you know what I'm saying? The girl he was in the bed with, she pulled out the phone. You know, it's, it's that era. She pulled out the phone like, you better not fuck with him. And she recording it and shit as this nigga butt naked getting dressed. And um, basically, he's telling me he coming down to the station. Come with me. Again, nobody needs a warrant. Nobody calls a lawyer. Nobody does nothing. They just come into the fucking room. Matter of fact, did he just open the door? Yeah, he just bust in that bitch. There was no knock or nothing. He like he just bust in like this is the most unsecured canvas in the world. <laughs> God, no! He you in that in and she was like, "Don't touch it." And he told her, "Shut the fuck up." Kevin saw the girl in a bed. Shut the fuck up. Oh Shut yo, up. he is. I do not like him at all. He is. He's trash. So, but then I think Shorty realized yeah. like she was videoing, like, don't touch him. I'm filming, I got this on camera. Mm-hmm. But then I think she realized, like, damn, I got this on camera. I got this on camera. Yeah, because yeah. now her face changed. Like, oh, if this leak, if this get out, like it's bad. The ching, like, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? So. She get money off this. So it was damn, yeah. Damn, Zeke. I don't like Zeke, but damn. I feel bad for him right here though. Yeah, yeah, they ain't had to do him like that. that. Damn, with that dumb face. He didn't even get to give a dumb face. You know what I mean? It happened so fast. He went straight from a sad fuck to a sad situation. <laughs> <laughs> so Zeke is going downtown for questioning with Detective White Man. Ooh, and um yeah. we into the last scene, which is Mecca and Monet. And we find out that Mecca, aka Dante, as she calls him, he's the one. That's been that's been out here in these streets, okay? Playing these yeah. music, playing this music. And knocking over these knocking trash over trash cans, cans and letting yeah. her know, baby. That's our signal. You know what it do. Okay. Okay. Right he letting her know, yeah. I'm back. Okay. Remember when I used to do this back in the day? Your father used to hate a little bit. You know what I'm saying? 
I used to pull up in my car. She was like, I know, and my father hated it. <laughs> I don't know how he know it was you. I don't know how he didn't know either, girl. But let me tell you something. I'm what? here. I'm here. Mm, and I ain't going nowhere. So, we find out that there used to be a love little thing, and he been plotting this shit, it seems, the whole motherfucking time. The way it looked. And the plot thickens. The plot thickens like a motherfucker, because he, at first it's looking like Kane is is the, the, I mean, obviously we knew Mecca was going to come out and be shady or something, but he basically showing, I've been controlling this entire shit. Like, I've been waiting for this. So I don't know what kind of magical whatever Monet got, but my man wants parts. My man wants all parts. So he wants the smoke. He wants it. So we 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 here. So that's the end of the scene. That's the end of the episode. Great. It was a decent episode. Um. So we're gonna go through our our uh our little y'all means, and then we're gonna get about y'all here. All right. So power player of the week. Who you think you go to? Um, my power player of the week, I got two, definitely Kane and Diana for me. Kane because he basically created the opportunity. Like he knew what he was doing and he made it all come together. Mm-hmm. And Diana because she's peeping shit and she is definitely the brains behind everything. Mm-hmm. Moving on a low like she should be. She's not exposing all her plans. And that's why those two are just, they're it for me. So I had two this week. Yes. I ain't mad at that. I'm, I'm just going to give it to Kane. I think this is Kane two times right now. Like, Kane moving. Um, I'm going to give it to Kane because I just feel like everything that he wanted to have happen, happened. Like, he positioned himself. Right. At, at, at the end of last episode, Kane couldn't even get his mother to open up the motherfucking door to say hi. And now Bye. he now he eating dinner. <laughs> like he's coming in getting a plate you know what i'm saying Dad. like Dad. so i'm gonna give it to kane um power scene of the week which one are you going with oh my goodness i'm still sticking with my diana effie scene when they linked up the second time that was that dope. was it for me i'm still going with that that was dope she she put that in her head tell her what she need to look out for it rung a bell and at that point i felt like okay this is women helping each other. So I'm interested to see where it's going to go with them. Yeah, so that was black, my one. Black really girl magic. That. I think Effie Black. I think Effie Black. She looked black. Either that, that or she Yes, that black girl magic. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Diana's my bitch, I'm telling you. She yeah, got the, she got the, yeah, she got the showdown. She won't stand out. Yeah. My, my scene would be grandma. It's always going to be grandma. Grandma. <laughs> grandma I'm sorry. Grandma <laughs> is it. Grandma. But, but for real, for real, grandma, to me, grandma put a lot of things into perspective because Tariq again is like his dad he he run around and he doing so much that it, it's it's hard not to think of yourself and your your position in all scenarios but sometimes you know he fell short of realizing everybody else's position and the things that they were dealing with because you know he's so busy running around he not paying attention um but it's like yeah nigga like I lost my my daughter like she ain't dead but I lost my daughter, my son-in-law dead, my my granddaughter's dead. Like shit is bad and I'm I'm left with this little fucking uh brat <laughs> that nobody else want to take care of. So oh, yes, man. <laughs> Yeah, like but I feel grandma a little bit like I raised my kids and here I go again. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Here I go again. So I, I'm still gonna give it to grandma. I thought that was a really good scene. I, all just aside, my fault. she ain't actually in that fucked up ass family. She didn't, no. So she didn't. Hey. No, I love you, Yaz. You know, shout out to Yaz, man. I ain't gonna be you give it to grandma. Yaz. I'm gonna give it to Yaz. Give it to <laughs> all right, so the grading scale, I will I'll give it a B because I feel like it 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 did a good job of setting up what's to come. Like I think, you know, I think it's it's a good setup episode. I think the next episode will be more of like a a, a, a lot of boom, a lot of a lot of a lot of pizzazz. But this episode to me was setting up the pieces. You know, it's like that final, like, mm-hmm. all right, we about to get into it for real. Um, I give it a B. I give it a B. I gave it a B minus. I can go with that. Yeah, definitely. Close to a, a C, minus. almost a C. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like I said in the beginning, it's it was good, not great. Yeah, it was good, not great. It was definitely good. So, all right. Well, I appreciate you being here. And I appreciate y'all listening in. I'm sure. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank y'all for having me. Okay. Yeah. And, and we're going to be right back with another episode. And look, we know we're behind, but it's a few of y'all that ain't never watched Power before, or you you ain't watched this episode. See, some people like to actually watch it once it's over so they can just like binge watch it. So for y'all, follow through with us. If, even if you want to go back retroactively and listen in and, and listen to our bullshit as we follow along, do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So. We thank y'all for tuning in. Until next time. Peace.